Hey witches, welcome to Budding Witchcraft. This is a podcast where you guys can follow me along on my journey through witchcraft and spirituality. I will give you guys a weekly tarot spread. I will also talk a little bit about my favorite divination tools. I get a monthly goddess box, which I can touch on. And I'll also describe a little bit about how I set up my altar and my book of shadows. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey guys, welcome back to Budding Witchcraft. So I'm really excited about this one. I am going to give you guys a cool spread for Maybong or the Autumn Equinox, which is the balance of the day and the night, uh, transitioning from the warm summer months and entering into the darker, more restful time of the year. And So this spread is going to be a lot about balancing and um, how you do that and how it affects your life and all that good stuff. So I'm really excited about that. But if you're new to witchcraft and all that fun stuff and you don't really know what the autumn equinox is other than, you know, you're aware of what equinoxes are. Um, So this is a time of kind of harvest and rest and plentifulness and all of that good stuff. So I like to think of this as a Thanksgiving almost and definitely prefer this over the North America or the United States actual Thanksgiving just due to its history and how that affects me. But I think of this as a much more um, convenient time of the year and just helps me get ready for the fall, at least, I think. So this is a time of year where it's good to really try and eat like local food if you can. Uh, I am lucky enough that I live in an area that has year-round farmer's markets now, and so they produce a lot of different produce here, and I'm really excited about that and that I'll be able to incorporate it this year. And so I personally am going to be celebrating Mabon or Mabon, however it's pronounced, from this Saturday or tomorrow if you are listening to this tonight. And today, if you're listening to this tomorrow, isn't that fun? Um, so that's September 21st through the 23rd. So that's how I'm going to be celebrating it. I have a wedding to go to, and I'm really excited about that. Well, the people we're going to the wedding for, um, they aren't in witchcraft or practice it at all, so I think that they won't be privy to it, but I will still be able to spend time with friends, um, have a good time, celebrate the love of somebody, um, and that union that they're having so I think it's a perfect time whether or not they planned it or not I think it's wonderful so I'm really excited about that and so that's like a good thing to think about is more of like a a Thanksgiving approach um, to the holiday and what you're doing for it so um, I've looked here on goddessinthegreenman.co.uk which is where I get a lot of my information actually on the various holidays uh, within witchcraft slash wicca depending on how you see it or how much you're following it so um, they said that uh, the apple is a symbol of fruit and harvest 
Um, so, for instance, let's say that you're a, a Christian who is also practicing witchcraft. This might be a good uh, holiday for you to kind of like understand um, the connections between those things. Um, with the apple, you know, with Adam and Eve, well, that was tempting. Um, this is a symbol of, of harvest and it has a lot of sacred um, traditions and symbolizations to it. Um, which is a lot about like immortality, healing, renewal, all that good stuff. So the apple is a huge center um, for this kind of, um, what's it called? Mm, holiday. Wow. If you can't tell, I'm doing this later at night. So I'm starting to get a little tired, but I wanted to get it out there so that people could try this out and see if it works for them like it's been working for me. So... Um, yeah, I definitely suggest any sort of kind of like dinner or feasting that you can do with friends and family and trying to use locally grown things or harvested things or whatever. I understand if you can't get to it. It's, it's hard sometimes, especially if you live in colder climates. So another thing that you guys can do, I like to, my favorite thing to do in, in holidays like this is cooking because it's so simple and you know, relatively discreet, that you don't have to say anything out loud or, you know, set up a ritual for it. It's just kind of, you know, you paying more attention and silently saying things to yourself and kind of going through the thoughts and process that are underlying that holiday, you know? So like this one being harvest and thankfulness and you know, all that good stuff that when you're cooking and you're able to incorporate that into your cooking and into your intent, I think that's one of the easiest ways to do it. Obviously, decorating your house is also a great way to do it. So I had to stop myself from buying too much today, but I have been working on making my house feel more at home and including more fall-themed uh, things. So I have bought a lot of candles that are earthy, folly smells, um, a lot of apple cider, a lot of um, like cinnamon or chai smelling ones, and I bought some scented pine cones, which is also cool. You can definitely make your own scented pine cones. That would be a really cool thing to do during this, but just, just a note that that's something that I do. Um, on this website, it says that planting bulbs is an excellent time for trees or shrubs um, because during the winter uh, these seeds can germinate and start to kind of you know begin the cycle of growing in the spring so if you're into that type of witchcraft more green witchery that's something you can do as well so I love making apple pie or like a apple fritter kind of things and I can't have gluten, so it makes it a lot harder to do some of these things, especially with uh, recipes online. But normally you can just substitute things and make sure that you um, are figuring it all out. But yeah, so apple pie is definitely something that I do for this or I, I'm planning on doing for this. Um, apple pie with ice cream because I think that that, for me apple pie even though it's sweet and it's nice it kind of has this like acidity to it because of the apples and um, the sugar and everything 
So I like to pair it with a vanilla ice cream. I know, super basic, but it's not just because it's good. It's because I also see it as being like a balancing that ice cream kind of uh, soothes the um, acidity from the apple pie for me. So I think that that's a wonderful pairing if you guys want to try that out or incorporating some other things. I know that there's a really good recipe or at least there are some recipes out there um, for apples and pork. I have tried a couple and they turned out really, really great, but I know that that's a pretty good pairing if you guys are looking at dinner or something like that and you want to include apples. Um, so yeah, that's something. There's always more um, recipes online too if you guys are interested in doing something like that. But so far, my journey and things, uh, I like to do things that are accessible, that are easy for me, and that I don't have to take a lot of time out of my day specifically by myself to do because I like to incorporate other people and have that kind of camaraderie, really. Um, so I like to do things like cooking or, you know, tarot spreads and stuff like that because it it's the easiest for me. I guess I don't know. I haven't tried anything else. I haven't tried like rituals or anything like that. It just seems like a lot of effort and I'm in grad school so <laughs> I can't do anything anymore. So anyways, I, this has gotten into a whole huge tangent but just know that and know that this is for the autumn equinox, the balancing of day and night and understanding the balancing of energies within the world. So I will go ahead and describe the tarot spread. So I got this tarot spread from introbangtarot.com. I will leave a comment or link or whatever in the description box so that you can go back to it. Uh, she, I believe it's a she, did a very great job of giving an example, but I really wanted to do this one myself. And when it worked out so well, I wanted to share it with you guys. So. It's a seven card spread and it's kind of difficult to um, set up, but I'll do my best to help you visualize, but I'll leave the link in the description if you guys want to visually see it because she has it all set up for you. So the first card is going to be on the left-hand side. It's kind of like a, to me, it, rem it reminds me of like a chest shape. So like a, something you, like a box, I guess I should say, not specifically a chest, but um so the first card is on the left-hand side, on the top, and it's going to represent the area of great, greatest balance in your life. So where in your life do you have the most balance? Are you, um, you know, feeling relatively at peace or in control of? And then the second card is on the opposite side. So the, there will be three rows, really, or three columns. Um, so there's the one on the left, which has the first card, the second one, which will have three, seven, and six, and then the third one, which will have two and five. So it goes one, four, three, seven, six, and then two and five on the right-hand side. So the second card is supposed to represent the area of least balance or an area of imbalance in your life. And the third card is in between cards one and two. So this is going to be telling you about the balancing energy. So what things or energy or whatever is 
helping or balancing between your areas of greatest balance and areas of imbalance. So the type of things that might be, you know, um, helping to balance those two out or, you know, combine the two or be affecting the two in the positive or negative ways. And then if you move down to the second half, on the left-hand side, right under the number one card in the first column, there's going to be card number four. So this is uh, going to explain where or how you spend your energy on others, which this card is quite interesting, I think, for me. Um, because a lot of the times you think about you know how you help others and stuff like that, but you don't actually think about how you're spending your own energy on others, like in what way. I think of all of this in a similar framework as like a love language and how there's like different ways to do that. So I, I like to think of this as like how am I spending my energy on other people. And then the fifth card is right under the second card in the third column to the right. And that's where or how I spend energy on myself. So this is how... Um, when you are, you know, exerting yourself or, um, you know, allowing yourself the things that you enjoy or, you know, whether it's forceful or just natural, how you're spending the energy that you have on yourself. And then in between cards four and five, just like above that, there's going to be card six. And that represents the balancing energies between those two things. Um, and again, it's very similar to card three. And then last but not least, card seven is how you make sense of equilibrium and how that's connecting to your energies, outflow and focus. So this is kind of like uh, how you yourself envision and respond to equilibrium is how I'm understanding it. Um, and how that might affect the outflow of your energy and the focus of your energy. So the rest are all about, you know, balance within your life, the energy that you have, how you use it on others and yourself. And then number seven is really about equilibrium and how you view it, how it manifests within you. So I'm really intrigued by this spread. I think that she has done a wonderful job. In her test run, she's using the ancient Italian tarot deck. In case any of you guys are also using that and you want to run over and look at her explanation, it might be helpful. But today, because this is a more spiritual side of things and a little less practical, I am using my Green Witch tarot deck instead of the Wildwood tarot deck. I found that um, when it comes to things like this, I've mentioned this in my other podcasts that when it's a more spiritual aspect of things, a little less tangible, I like to use this deck because I find that it fits well with me, whereas the other one tends to lack that spiritual connection. So anyways, if you guys want to stay and listen to my version of this tarot or my kind of like spread that I have done, Feel free to listen, and if not, I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful autumn equinox. I am so excited for fall. I hope that you guys are too, and that you guys get to enjoy it, and then it cools the hell down. I am so warm. It's so hot still. Why is it always so hot? It's almost October. I want 
coldish weather. I'm talking like even 75 would be great. So if you guys are also feeling that way, please let me know. But yeah, anyways, keep listening if you want to listen to my version of the spread, my interpretation, my reading, blah, blah, blah. You know the drill. If not, enjoy your holiday, enjoy your weekend, and thanks so much for listening. Alright guys, so before I start, I wanted to let you guys know that sometimes when I'm doing these readings, I will get multiple of the same major arcana, so or minor arcana, I'm sorry. So, for instance, if I get, you know, a bunch of knights, or a bunch of, you know, chalices, or aces, or whatever... Um, and within this green tarot deck companion, it gives you this, um, like additional insight if you get multiples of a card in a reading. So for this reading today, I actually ended up getting three kings and two aces, which is crazy to me when I was drawn, like when I had flipped them over, I just kind of felt like this weird tingling feeling inside of me. Because it was just like such a, whenever I see things like that, especially things like kings or aces or knights, you know, the the larger cards in a minor arcana, not just like the one through nine. Um, so, or one through ten, I'm sorry. And so I got the three kings, which apparently means potential award. Award for what? I don't know, but potential award. That is an additional insight. Perhaps it'll come to me later throughout the reading. And then I also got two aces. So my two aces are meaning a change at work or home. So just just to throw that out there in case uh, you guys are also using the Green Witch Tarot deck and you happen to draw um, additional or like multiples of the same minor arcana. That's on page six and seven of the Tarot Companion. All right, let's get started. So for my number one, or my area of greatest balance in life, I got the King of Wands. So for this one, um, it is talking a lot about the desire to help others and, um, you know, being a respected teacher, self-assured, that kind of thing. that it's someone who has good intention and is willing to share knowledge with others of their benefit. So, and also about giving honest advice and direction and all of that kind of stuff. So when I see this one in areas of greatest balance in my life, I think that this is not just on the surface level of being, you know, someone in an academic area or career or a leader or counselor, but I see it as, um, one of my personal attributes that I would deem as being one of my biggest strengths, which is probably where I draw a lot of my internal spiritual and mental balance from. So when I'm interacting with other people, I like to take the position of, as it mentions, like a counselor or an advisor or whatever it may be. And I feel very comfortable in the position of having people 
you know, rely on me or ask questions or, you know, need me in that aspect. So I would say that for me, that is a a good balance in my life or a good place that I find balance, I guess I should say, is within that. And um, also just, you know, being sincere and you know having acceptance by others is also a really good thing and um so I think that that aspect of my life or those those major themes within that that card would be where I find myself to feel the most balanced if that makes sense so that's how I'm interpreting that card whether or not that's the correct way I don't know but it helps me within the other cards of the spread to see it that way so moving on card number two so this is an area of least balance or imbalance in life and so this is i got the king of athames and this one it says it talks a lot about emotions and that um sometimes the emotions are merely subordinated to the mind and the process of making decisions and cultivating personal talents. So when I have a specific thing that I want to do or a goal for myself personally, spiritually, whatever it may be, I tend to lose balance and control over my emotions. So if I'm really focused or dedicated on something, that I'm interested in doing, um, I can let things slip. So I can slide and become extremely anxious or I can be more reserved in my personal life with my friends, family, partner, all that kind of stuff. And I have a hard time at figuring out that balance and not allowing my emotions to be so severely affected by my decisions and the you know, process of development in other areas of my life and obtaining new experiences and talents and all that kind of stuff. So I think that that would be what that means by an area of the least balance. Um, So that's how I'm interpreting that one. And then for the third card, I have the Ace of Chalice. So this card is all about you know, fulfillment, satisfaction, all that kind of stuff. But I underlined here that this is a card about moving the emotional tides within one. So for a balancing energy, when I mentioned in the first, in the greatest balance in life, it was all about, you know, giving people advice or acting as a counselor and being secure in that aspect, which is all about reading other people's emotions and being able to interpret that. And then on the opposite, imbalances, um, being unable to maintain emotional stability when I'm pursuing, whether that's physical goals or mental goals, whatever it may be. And so this balancing of energies, I think that this one, um, because it's talking about, uh, you know, moving emotional ties within one, what can help or what is balancing. So for instance, my first card, I think that the King of Wands, for instance, um, me and my ability to have that balance there is really 
tied to the water element and the emotional side of things, whereas the imbalance, which was my inability to control and maintain my emotions, is also extremely tied with my um, the, like feeling the emotions within me and acknowledging them. So I think that this card is trying to show that there's a connection between both sides about, you know, whatever it may be, your emotions and um, that more, you know, water element side of things. And I also wanted to note um, that this is really cool because the Ace of Chalice represents the autumn months of September, October, and November. So to have this as um, a card in the spread made me feel very good because I'm trying to do this for the autumn equinox or Mabon. So I always love when I get this card or a card that correlates with the season or timing that I'm doing my spread in it. So just a side note that that made me really happy on the inside. But hopefully you guys are, you know, able to maintain all of my thoughts and ideas and I'm laying them out correctly for you. Moving on. So the fourth card, another king, if you could believe it, is the king of pentacles. So this is where or how I spend my energy on others. And so this one is, I think, super tied with my first card, which is quite nice because the first and fourth card are right next to each other. The first card is above the fourth card and that first kind of column of the spread. And so it says here that, uh, you know, I, I would be willing to instruct others or give them advice so they can work towards their own goals. Um, and that I know how to get things done while still being sensitive to the people's needs and trying to be a successful leader. So, as I mentioned in that first card, one of my main comforts in life and, you know, when I feel the best about myself is when I'm able to help others in that way. When I am able to give them sound advice that I can see is going to make them feel better or, you know, that gives them some sort of joy or relief after speaking with me. So I think that that is a very accurate card and I really like the placement of it and how it interacts with my first card as well. So hence why I'm sharing the spread because I think it's magnifique, wonderful. So great job to you, to the person from Intero. I think it's Intero Bang Tarot. Tarot? Intero Bang Tarot. Oh, I get it. I think I get it. I guess I don't know. But whoever you are, you did a great job. All right, moving on. Number five. Alrighty. So my number five is the Ace of Wands, which is where or how I spend my energy on myself. So, I have underlined here, imagination, bright ideas with new enthusiasm for manifesting these goals, action and invention, artistic work and adventure. So, I tend to really feel happy and the best in my life when I am trying to achieve a goal or 
have some sort of project that I'm working on or working with, whatever it may be. And so I tend to spend my energy mostly on doing things. So I liked that this was talking about, um, you know, bright ideas and new enthusiasm because I love those feelings. Those feelings are the best to me. When I get this spark inside of me to try something or I have a new interest that I want to do, you know, like that in itself is unrealistic, you know, unrealistically, I, I don't know, I'm just unable to achieve that all the time, but it is how I spend my energy on myself. So that is where I spend my utmost energy is trying to maintain and or achieve those feelings and that type of kind of manifestation within my life. So I think that that one was very accurate as well. Number six. So this one is the balancing energies between where slash how I spend my energy on others and where slash how I spend energy on myself. So this one is all about, it's literally about balancing. It's the two of pentacles. So (laughs) it indicates his ability to balance his finances as well as learn new skills. It's a card that is um, representing the practicing of dexterity and energy being directed with determination to accomplish something. So this one also... Uh, mentions that it's about a person that moves with confidence, adapting easily to new situations and requirements. So, as I mentioned in the third card, how I kind of explained how the emotions were the core root between those t- between cards one and two, I think that card six also is a key root between cards four and five. So. Because I'm able to adapt so easily, or at least seem to adapt easily to new situations and requirements, and that I have this certain level of confidence within myself, I think that I'm able to maintain and persist and thrive in the ways that I give my energy. So because of these facts, because I'm able to adapt and form and all that good stuff, I'm still able to give advice to people even if I am relatively new at it, you know? Or if I don't feel as qualified because I have this level of just practiced confidence. And then when it comes to giving it to myself, having that confidence and that self-reassurance to do what I wanna do helps me to be able to do the new things to try the new stuff, to have that new spark, all of those type of things. So it it really helps me balance myself in those situations and when I'm giving energy to others and when I'm giving energy to myself because I'm focusing on that balance and that confidence and all of those good things. So hopefully that one made sense for you. Sometimes I get lost in my own tangents, but that's part of tarot reading, I think, is just allowing yourself, even if you don't say it out loud like I do because I'm recording this for a podcast, mentally going through these things, oh, beneficial way more than you can believe. If you haven't done that yet, 10 out of 10 recommend. It really helps you to like figure out what's going on in your brain 
to really analyze it, get it out there into the world. So anyways, number seven, which is how my sense of equilibrium connects to my energy's outflow and focus. So for me, I got the five of wands. And so this card is all about organization and teamwork, having a competitive environment, and being able to overcome unforeseen problems and possible compromises, and also that there's strength and purpose and creativity to accomplish a task. So, my sense of equilibrium, as I've mentioned before, has a lot to do with all of the other cards. But this one in particular is connecting to how my energies outflow and focus. So I like to focus my energy through organization as much as possible and teamwork and collaboration. That's why I like talking to you guys because it helps me think out loud. It helps me do these things on my, you know, on my own, even though you're kind of involved. I know you guys are listening. I'm seeing the numbers. And so I like to think that this is more of just kind of like a mental framework kind of card. So like in what mental frame do I envision equilibrium? And that's one that has a competitive environment. I want to be challenged in life. And without challenge, I can't push myself hard enough to find that balance in those more unbalanced aspects. And I don't have the motivation to maintain the parts of my life that are balanced in the balanced aspects or how I'm giving my energy and how I'm spending it if I don't have that additional creativity or being able to overcome you know, these unforeseen problems or being able to compromise, those type of things, that's going to impact my ability to give energy and maintain energy and not become this worn out, sad, depressive little ball of a shell of a human being. How many times, I would like to know, do I say a shell of a human being on this podcast? Because I feel like it's a long time. Also, side note, if my voice sounds a little bit different this week or month, I guess I don't remember the last time I put out a podcast, it's because I'm getting sick. So I'm doing my best not to strain my voice, which might sound a little bit like a newscaster or, you know, one of those people who are trying really hard to be a good podcaster or a YouTuber or something like that. I don't know. Anyways, back on track. So I think that the number seven card is a little bit, you know, hard to wrap your head around, but I think that it's kind of um, like internally how you see equilibrium within yourself and your life and the kind of like framework or I know I've said framework before, but the environment or the requirements that are needed for you to be able to maintain equilibrium, get equilibrium, whatever it may be, and how that affects your ability to give and get energy, if that makes sense. So hopefully this was fun. I know this was a little bit more, you know, lofty in the air and a little less practical but I I really liked this one I thought that this spread was way 
more thought-provoking and whatever that word is for when you look inside of yourself. I'm having a tough night. It's late. And compared to some of the others, because I, I've done some for other holidays, if I remember correctly, where it was all about, you know, what's serving you, what's not serving you, what should you get let go, what should you focus on, what should your goals be, which is all great and practical, I think, in most day-to-day things. And I like those spreads outside of holidays. But when it comes to a holiday, I truly enjoy kind of delving in and sinking my teeth into looking inside of yourself and seeing truly what does this mean? What is this portion of, you know, the year supposed to be? Because every other day can be, you know, a check-in point of where you're at in your life, what you're doing, how's it going, as it should be. But when it comes to holidays, the whole point is that you're you're celebrating something or you're taking time out to acknowledge something, right? So I think that it's really cool to have a spread this in-depth and I think it's wonderful. So yes, if there's anything else, I don't think there is. I think I did everything. Wonderful. So again, I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful holiday. I'm glad I could get this out there for you, or hopefully I will be getting this out there for you. Fingers crossed. I've done it, you know, night before. So hopefully it'll be ready for you tomorrow or today, whenever you're listening to it. And yeah, so enjoy the autumn equinox. Enjoy that balance of night and day. Be conscious and aware of it. And I hope you guys have a wonderful beginning of fall. Uh, As I mentioned before, I'm so excited for fall. I'm so excited for everything fall related. I want it to smell like fall. I want to be able to drink apple cider and all that good stuff. So again, have a wonderful weekend. I have no idea when I will be able to post another podcast. I don't even know if you guys like it anymore. So I'm just posting it when I think it's absolutely necessary and when I have the time. So I had the time. Well, I forced myself to have the time. And I hope that you guys enjoy it. So thank you so much for listening. And hopefully I will see and hear or whatever you guys the next time. Bye.